Hi, you guys. Hope you had a good week. This is Richard Sachs, and this is Lost Arts Radio Live. And uh, sorry, we're a few minutes behind schedule here. We had some technical issues happening again, and um, it's nice to see you. I hope you're doing all right in the middle of the uh, ongoing mental hospital that we're living in right now. I think you've probably noticed the same thing. And I was thinking of, of what to talk about today. This show is connected to current events, and I thought... <clears throat> Really, the message is simple. You know, why don't we just have a five-minute show and say humanity should become conscious instead of being uh, hypnotized zombies walking around, you know, getting abused by the power structure every day. And it is really simple in a way. The rest is all details. The Beatles said, you know, in their song, All You Need Is Love. And I think that's absolutely true. And it's... But it's not, maybe not what people think. It's There are millions of romances already going on between people in the world, and the world is still trying to commit suicide. So it's it's not maybe the, the kind that you would think on the surface, but there are some deeper levels of love to discover if we want to have that result. So hopefully we'll get into applications and details of of what waking up is. You know, it's it's a lot more than just being able to recite the abuses of the government and corporations that are working with it and the media being an enemy of humanity, which the major media certainly is right now. In fact, that's probably an understatement. But before we really get started <clears throat> about what's going on now, felt like I'd like to remind you that it it's really great that the major platforms that we're on for live and, and the recorded shows are satisfied with just shadow banning us right now and turning our view counters backwards sometimes, making it almost impossible to share Lost Arts radio shows and removing some of our videos and things like that. That's kept them happy and satisfied up to now, but we're getting some indications that may not be enough for them soon. And because everybody else or a lot of other people are disappearing if they try to say anything true um, publicly, then I think uh, you want to stay in touch with us if if you want to keep being able to, to hear what we're saying on the air. LostArtsRadio.com is the main website, LostArtsRadio.com. And on there we'll have uh, up-to-date information on what platforms you can actually still find us on. And you can subscribe to or bookmark those like Brighteon and BitChute. Brighteon is B-R-I-G-H-T. E-O-N and BitChute, you know, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E dot com. And a lot of times when channels get shut down and groups get shut down like we've been threatened to have happened to our group on Facebook uh, in the last couple weeks, people think it's too confusing to try to find where where these people went and just go to lostartsradio.com and you won't lose touch. So... Um, since, as I said, the show is about current events primarily, this this particular show, looking at, at what's going on this week to see what to talk about and what's going on. As usual, I brought more to cover than we have time for, but we'll get the high points. And, and what's going on right now is so overwhelmingly insane that when you look at the whole picture, all the complex interlocking agendas, it's kind of challenging to put it in words that would be accurate. How do you describe the magnitude of what's going on? And it's kind of like a sci-fi horror movie 
sci-fi slash horror movie that we're calling real life. And the question is now, does it have to reach some horrible conclusion that it's threatening to go to, or can we turn it into some lighter action adventure, drama, romance? I don't know about comedy, but, you know, something that has a good ending to it. Um, And I thought, as I was saying about comparing the, the current world situation to a mental hospital but in a regular mental hospital at least the staff is supposedly sane and the one that we're in isn't like that here in this one the staff and most of the patients are all crazy so there are still signs happening that are encouraging right now of, of certain segments of the population waking up to different degrees and some people are refusing to wear these what are being called disrespectfully these face diapers or face nappies in the UK and Australia, also known as breathing obstruction devices. And I think Peggy Hall calls them self-suffocation devices. Patrick Patrick Wood has referred to them as free speech muzzles, and also there are signs of submission to the religion of fear that show that you're willing to do any ridiculous thing that the government orders or that the so-called health authorities tell you to do. And it's really significant, you know, the reason I've been willing to not go to certain stores that I was really relying on before is because it's, it's symbolic. You know, if we're willing to go along with the mask, then we're willing to do the other things that follow it too and have any kind of rules put on us testing that has been pointed out if the testing was real and legitimate and the disease was as as dangerous as what they said they could just do a little swab on the edge of your mouth and they'd pick up this terrifying uh, microorganism right away but not going in through your mouth is suspicious to begin with going through your nose and almost up to your brain you know in Awake people would want to know, first of all, they would never allow them to do that. Second of all, they would say, hmm, why are they trying to do that? Are they actually implanting uh, something on the six-inch swab that they don't, uh, you know, when a two-inch swab would be quite sufficient because people walking around are so contagious and dangerous that it's probably all over your body, but on the edge of your mouth for sure. That's what the mask is supposed to cover. So the question is, what's going on with that? And if you submit to wearing the free speech muzzle and and, um, sign of submission, then you submit to the testing, you submit to having a hollow needle jammed into your arm and this unbelievably horrific mix of ingredients injected into your body. And what's really amazing about that to me, as with other injections that people have been getting over the years which are all fraudulent as far as i can tell and i've looked at them back to 1796 at least when jenner was first starting to do them and people were getting maimed and killed then mostly kids and there were no adjuvants so does it does anyone actually care about that for example if you're a doctor and you're listening to this and you're not interested in the ingredients of the injection enough to study what they are 
what's wrong with that picture? You know, you're supposed most of you actually cared about the well-being of humanity when you became doctors. So when you you tell people to hopefully you tell people if you're somewhat of an enlightened doctor who knows something about health, you tell people to be aware of what they're eating and drinking and look at the ingredients. And if it's uh, some synthetic chemical name, look it up. It takes about five minutes or less online to look up all the ingredients that might be in what you're thinking of eating and drinking. And, it, and if you find something you don't understand, you can easily put it into the search engine. I would never use Google, but DuckDuckGo or StartPage or Descender is probably better than either of those, but so, something that doesn't spy on you. And you find it, you say, what are the, I think they call them side effects of whatever ingredients that is. They're not really side effects. They're primary effects, but you're not supposed to understand that. And within a minute or so, you'll, you'll know what you were planning to eat and you can throw it away. I wouldn't give it to anybody else, uh, but throw it away. And, and if that's a responsible way to look at what you're eating and drinking, <clears throat> then how much more than that do you need to know to look up the ingredients of what somebody's going to inject into your body or your kid's body? I mean, it would be completely insane not to look up every ingredient in a vaccine and understand it and that for some strange reason you want that injected into your body you actually believe it might prevent a disease and I've looked for evidence of that as I said back a couple hundred years and haven't found it yet they change the form sometimes based on how the body reacts to what you're injecting into it and antibodies will come up but that just shows that the body is alarmed at what you're doing to it. And you can get that response by just inject, injecting uh, toxic metals, which are not a disease, and it'll happen anyway. So the understanding of uh, what antibodies are is highly questionable. And anybody who's even somewhat conscious would understand to take the time to look up every ingredient. First of all, find the ingredients, which you can, and some really brave doctors have been giving those to us. Uh, it's also on package inserts, but some of the doctors have done the research and have been willing to risk their lives to talk about them online so that we've been posting those uh, on lostartsradio.com. There's videos and articles that go up there almost every day and a lot of educational material, so you might want to look at that. So the question that some people might have at this point is, why would we title today's broadcast the Steve Winwood song, uh, Can't Find My Way Home? Is it just so that the platform won't recognize that you're giving, uh, telling people things they're not allowed to know? And actually, no. Um, there's a lot of levels that you could take from that of meaning from that title, and I certainly don't know what Steve had in mind. You you could say, as a, uh, and I remember Steve Winwood from when I was in college in the 60s, but he's still out there singing very recently, and he's really talented. Um, what he does on the guitar in the acoustic version of that song is amazing. Rhythm and lead and bass and singing all at the same time effortlessly. And I was just telling Doug, who's a 
major music person too as his own uh, mastering studio diamonddiscaudio.com that I thought that was an incredible incredible video from Steve Winwood and there's a video a uh, link to the video below this uh, screen so if you want to listen to it you can but one level of interpretation is that there's just a person out there wandering around drunk and they're what they call wasted when you're poisoning your brain with alcohol not a brilliant way to have fun in quotes I would add but that's one interpretation that he can't find his way home because he's out of his mind from alcohol poisoning but that is not actually the level I'm talking about um, even if that were the level that that was meant there are millions of people hooked on drugs like alcohol and marijuana and a lot of people hate me from calling marijuana a bad drug but that's based on my experience of watching people on it long term and tobacco and all kinds of recreational drugs legal and illegal um, it's not their fault they're not to be condemned for it I don't really think drugs should be illegal at all and all it does is create more of a police state and you put innocent people in jail to ruin their lives and I don't think that's a very intelligent thing the whole war on drugs thing was just to bring in more surveillance and tyranny so not a good idea but the people who are f pursuing feeling good by becoming drug addicts it's not their fault they, they've got a good goal it's just the wrong uh, avenue because of the bad effects that happen from that um, they're falling for propaganda to say that's it, you know, from the medical system and from a lot of other sources, it says you can feel better with poisonous chemicals and mind-altering substances. Um, nobody's fault to believe that, but again, good to get out of it if you can, when you can. But I don't see it on that level of interpretation of that song. <clears throat> That's not what I really liked in it. I was seeing um, another level of a person wandering around wanting to get back to the original home they came from before this brief period as a human being, whether they would call it um, heaven or nirvana or paradise or whatever. But that's even that's not really what I was thinking of in the title for today's show. And even though we're only here in physical bodies on this planet for a very short time, and it's easy to forget that and get all wrapped up in our current identity with whatever the physical costume looks like it's not who we are it's what we're wearing at the moment it's the basis of all this stupid stuff with race that the um, media is trying to really rev up so there can be total conflict and civil war and a mess all over the world so they can justify more tyranny and I don't think we should fall for that um, but what my point is is that even though we're only here for a brief time in the physical costume that the environment we're in could be incredibly beautiful um, even as a temporary home for the duration of our physical lives so I was kind of seeing it in that way can't find find my way home to how the world could be and it really made sense um, to change it not like an insane asylum like it is now and what can we do to change it back to how it could be and in the song, if you interpret it that way, saying somebody can't find their way back to that home, saying that somebody has to change, somebody has to change, that's a line from the song, and that um, 
somebody holds the key, which I think is every single one of us. And we're gonna, we're set to walk around for our our whole life um, thinking that we're helpless and stupid and dependent. We need teams of experts to run our lives, <clears throat> which was never true. Um, that could be broken. That hypnosis could be broken. And the message was that, in other words, we have the power to make a change, but we don't have a lot of time to do it. And in the song, he's saying, you're the reason I've been waiting so long. It's a good song. You might want to listen to it. <clears throat> but I'm near the end. And I just don't have the time. Because one thing about being here, you could be here now and gone the next minute or hour or day <clears throat> for a lot of different reasons. And it's like um, the message is use the time well. Don't get wrapped up just assuming, which we tend to do, that we're going to be here indefinitely. The, the, whatever minutes that we do have here are really valuable. And it's a lot like Michael Jackson's song, Man in the Mirror. In other words, if we want to help others and we want the world, we want to help the world reverse course from the way it's going right now, suicidal path that it wants to go on now, we need to put top priority on changing ourselves. It's a uh, confirmation for the same principle in the world of quantum physics that we've talked about sometimes based on the concept that the experimenter affects and changes the experiment. And in this case, the experiment is your world, everything that you perceive, thinking that you're affected by that and that's the only direction it goes in and that's not true. Um, in, the, in the sense of that analogy, you're the experimenter, thinking that you're subject to and affected by the world and it's not affected by you because you're just one person out of 8 billion, and uh, that's distorted viewpoint. Um, the message of the quantum physics interpretation is that what you believe has a literal physical effect on your whole world, and all the people in it are included, and every one of them has the same power. <clears throat> it's been measured enough to show that it's true beyond any question. But it's usually been tr shown on a really small scale. And if we want to make the change that is being talked about in the outside world, we have to do it on a big scale. Um, and it, it would help for us to do that and determine which way things go for the world in the future. So um, the point is that every one of us is walking around with this massive power to make outside change. And it's much greater than our rulers have for a lot of reasons. And at the top levels, they're aware of that. <clears throat> this sounds like a minor point. You know, I don't know any way to give it the emphasis that it deserves. But one of the laws of nature that the rulers at the top level know about is that if we're carrying malice for anybody, and it's always justified in our own mind, oh, this is a bad person, you know, I hope bad things happen to them, or as Alex and others, I hope they burn in hell and all this stuff. That has an effect on the person that's thinking and feeling it. It's not one way. So the rule is that I was referring to 
is that if you search your feelings right now and you search your mind and you have any malice, bad wishes for anyone, meaning that basically you're cursing them by the power of the emotion that that holds, it restricts what you can do in becoming conscious. And your consciousness is needed, everybody's is, to help change the course so the world doesn't have to self-destruct. It's really important. Um, But at the top level, say, know that, that we are potentially much stronger than they are until they drop their malice and change course themselves, at which point they have the same options as we do. So, if they want to finish their project without being interrupted and, and be able to basically reach their goal, which we've talked about before, as I've, the way it looks to me after many decades of, of investigation of it, is a total ceremonial sacrifice of the whole biosphere. In other words, not just domination, not just surveillance, not just total control, not just um, population reduction. It's elimination of life on our planet. And I'm not even telling you to agree with me. You should do your own investigation and see what you think. But to me, that was the only explanation that made all the things that are happening now fit together. And they're all explained, if you understand how that's going on. So, for the rulers to keep us from becoming conscious and ruining the whole plan, they want to keep us physically and mentally sick. And it's the reason they want us to keep fearing each other, fearing running into a germ that's going to kill you suddenly and there's nothing you can do about it that your immune system really is no good and that you need uh, poisonous mixes of chemicals and cell lines from aborted babies and and no, not parts of mothers' bodies. These are aborted babies. They're, they're depending on mothers, and this one was kicked out that they're cloning from the 60s uh, at about eight months of development from what I've been able to learn. And they are using that as an ingredient for your great protection, right? To prevent disease. Like if we believe that, it shows we're in really bad shape, which unfortunately is the case, but it's changeable. So it's the reason they need to keep us fighting and fearing each other and divided and fighting about everything possible, men against women and uh, gender and age and socioeconomic status and uh, where your ancestors came from. Uh, the color of your the skin on your costume, your body. Now that's there are dumb things to fight about, but that's really a dumb one, and it changes who who's the target from time to time. Earlier in the 20th century, it was all you know people believing that people with dark skin were bad. Now the media is revving up a new hatred, saying that people with light skin are bad. All of it is is really stupid at least, but in the case that we're being taught that white people or so-called white people are bad, I say so-called because I've never actually met a person who's white, you know, like Snow White. Even albinos are not white. They're kind of pink. I've seen some of them. But that's your costume. Everybody's spirit inside. Even the really confused bad people playing that role. If you take the role and the programming 
away from the surface, you find the same spirit inside everybody. That's what I found, and you can see if you agree with that or not. But that's why they want us fearing everything and feeling helpless. And you've, it's a really strange when you start to observe it that way because you've got all these brilliant, incredible, limitless beings you know, that come straight from God. They don't have any other source. That's where they all come from. That's where we come from. And their potential is incredible. You know, you've heard the saying, greater things than these can ye do. That's just kind of an understatement. Our limitations are what we believe are our limitations. And the cartel that's ruling the planet through a network of mafias, basically. And I don't mean to insult mafias. I know that the the real rulers that are in charge are way worse than normal mafias. But it's the best analogy I can use for a description at the moment. Um, there's a, an incredibly complex, colluding network of evil mafias being used to run the planet under the rule of a very small number of people at the top. And they, in turn, following orders from astral-level beings that are not in this kind of costume. They're in costumes, but they're not physical. Um, I've encountered some of those, and none of them convinced me that they were the big bad boss of all the bad entities, but any of them could be impressive enough to make that claim and be believed. Um, but they want us totally distracted and worried and suspicious of all the wrong things and totally out of touch with common sense. That's a really big one, common sense. It was called that because theoretically it used to be common at some point. I think it was for sure more common than now. So anybody, especially that's been educated anywhere from nursery school and preschool up through PhD level and MD level, they're carefully put through a call training program along with memorizing massive amounts of information that they think they learned but they actually memorize the the underlying training is common sense is unscientific it's unreliable it's um subjective it's basically just ridiculous only uh conspiracy theorists talk about common sense and in fact in the new york times that was clarified i think it was earlier this week that critical thinking is a really big mistake. You should not use that. Ordinary people can't discern what's true and what's not true. So you really, especially online, that's way too dangerous for you to go online. And so you should rely on official experts, especially health authorities right now, who are being given um, free will to run the world into oblivion. Uh, that was one of the biggest mistakes that Trump made is believing in the medical authorities and basically consigning the country and the world to total destruction if that keeps going. And now Biden is trying to outdo Trump, and, you know, although he may not fully know what he's doing, there's evidence of that as well. When he turns on video to the guy next to him, handing him the latest executive order, and he says, I don't even know what I'm signing. And the guy says, no, don't worry about that. Just sign it. And he does. That's where it's coming from now. The bosses of the country are not visible or of the world. But we have more power than they do, as I said before. And if we are willing to look at that possibility and really go into it, 
and accept the challenge to become conscious and not be a drugged out, hypnotized zombie just doing whatever you're told to do and being afraid of whatever you're told to be afraid of. It's not too late. This could still be all turned around. Not by force. I think they have that covered pretty well. And in fact, any sign of the use of force is turned into an excuse to make things even worse, as we saw recently in the U.S. Uh, so this is kind of like a test time. We're out of conscious. We're out of touch with common sense, but it's a consciousness test for humanity. And it's time for each one of us to get back in touch with who we actually are. And you started out as spirit, put on a costume for a little while, basically a few minutes. And people realize that when they get to the end of their lifetime. It's a, a funny recalibration as normal when, that we do when we're during the life. We say, at each age, we say, well, this is the age I am. We're always this age. And then five years later, they say, well, we're always this age. And then at the end, you say, wait a minute, you know, what changed? I was just in elementary school a few days ago, and now I'm 89 years old, and the end of my life, or whatever age you are, 105, or whatever it is for you. So I think it's time, if we care about where this future is going, so you have to change from thinking that you're one of countless victims and there's nothing you can do to thinking that, wow, any single person, any one of us that accepts the challenge in our life and actually becomes self-aware again, like you were before you came into this form, and hopefully more than that, because we have far more potential, then that means you have work to do. And it's not later. You don't know if you have later. So it's now. And... Uh, we need to get back in touch with that. And, and I don't mean intellectually. I'm not trying to suggest a new religion or a new belief in something. We've already got that being pushed by the medical authorities. I think they call them health authorities, right? Which is very strange that they do that. But they call them health authorities. And they want blind belief in authority. And to make sure that you join that belief system, they will stop you from saying anything that disagrees with or even questions the basic tenets of that new religion. So I'm not talking about a new positive belief system. I'm talking about a change in consciousness, a change in actual experience. Um, and as a result of actually doing that, if, we, if we're willing to do it, common sense would actually come back. It would certainly get more common than it is now, and you could use it. And natural intelligence that you have, and you have brilliance inside you no matter what you've been told by the outside world, and that would tend to come back too. So the rulers can't afford for us to let that happen. And as an example, they need us to believe 100% in the fake pandemic in order to justify total world tyranny. And you can see why I told you to go to Brighton, go to, go to um, Infowars.com. Not, I can't say, erase that. I can't say, ever say that on there. But um, go to LostArtsRadio.com and stay in touch with what platforms we're on and share it, you know, because this has been shadow banned for a long time. And um, anybody conscious in the current health crisis would see it 
as an obvious hoax and they would never go along with it. They would never wear uh, whatever you call those breathing obstruction devices over their faces. They would be intelligent enough to investigate and study and check out everything for themselves. They wouldn't say, a lot of people have, have come to me and asked, well, what source do you take your information from? And I'm saying, no, you're, you're not understanding. Don't take any source and just believe it. You're remaining at the zombie level if you do that. Listen to different, you know, people and sources that seem to have possible credibility. And then check it out yourself. Don't just judge by checking them out, oh, it's a good person or a bad person. That might make it worthwhile enough to consider what they're saying. But then you have to go do the research yourself. And conscious people in this situation with uh, would realize right away and would say, "Hey, wait a minute! You know, if this is if this is really a vir- a deadly viral disease, then the holes in the masks are way too big to protect anybody. Number one, which some of the health authorities have said in the past, and now they're not allowed to say that. And they'd also realize if they had their normal intelligence, uh, these things cut. They don't prevent." any viral transmission of course viruses are way 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 smaller and i know a lot some people don't believe they exist but the particles they're calling viruses whether they exist or not are way smaller they go right through masks and the lack of oxygen and the over concentration of co2 that you rebreathe when you're wearing one of those things those are bad for your brain and your immune system and your whole body but an intelligent person would go farther and they would know to question everything. That you know, that's one of the elements of real science that we're supposed to forget. And they would check to see if the virus had been isolated and proven to exist. Lots of great articles have been written by people like John Rappaport, and we posted them on LostArtsRadio.com. Doesn't cost you anything to read that stuff. And he's been explaining that it hasn't been isolated. It hasn't gone through what's called. Rivers postulates, which is just common sense testing to see if something actually causes disease. You have to get it out of a sick person that has the disease, and you have to take all the impurities out of it so that there's nothing left but what you're calling the virus. And then you have to put that virus into a um, healthy person, and the healthy person has to get that disease. It's really common sense. I mean, everybody who has thought about this at all already knows that's how you check. Well, CDC, Centers for Disease Creation, doesn't even have a sample of the virus that came out publicly. And I don't think anybody else that we know of does either. And this Rivers postulates test, which corresponds to the Koch's postulates test, for bacteria, which you can look up either of those. The Koch's postulates are K-O-C-H, and Rivers is spelled like Rivers. Uh, they're really step-by-step, common-sense uh, sequence of, of procedures that you go through. And that if you do it, you can show that the COVID-19 virus does, in fact, cause the um, SARS, the disease called, that. well... To use the terminology correctly, the SARS-CoV-2 virus that they'd have to get just by itself, which nobody is publicly doing, 
that we know of at all. And you'd have to take that and put it in a healthy person, and they would have to get the disease called COVID-19. And at that point, the question is over. The virus does cause the disease. Masks still wouldn't help you, but at least you would know it causes the disease. Um, According to John and a lot of people I've talked to, many doctors that are brave and informed enough to even discuss this intelligently and not just try to shut down the discussion, they say, you know what, the um, test with these reverse postulates has actually never been done for any virus. And anybody that is listening and realizing what that means and the implications of that and what a major thing that is would say, whoa, wait a minute, that's never been done? It hasn't been done for measles, it hasn't been done for polio, it hasn't been done for any of these diseases that are called viral, you know, whooping cough or any of these. Is whooping cough a virus? I think so. And according to the theory anyway, it hasn't been done. So anybody that wants to be famous and save the world from misconception on this can simply do a few things. Isolate the virus like the current one would be good and get it totally by itself Find a healthy person willing to check it to see whether it hurts you. Put it in the healthy person, actually more than one. It should be a group. And they all have to get that disease after that. And then uh, you take, there's another step after that. If they all get the disease and you isolate the virus out of them and show that it's the same virus. I think that's all the steps of reverse postulates and I know John Rappaport is saying, well, it doesn't exist at all. I'm not sure if that's true. He could be right. I certainly don't know personally if it does. I just have still some residual faith in our government and all of the massive funding that has come from us to keep the illegal bioweapons labs going. There's at least 12 of those, apparently, uh, from people who know operating in the U.S. and other ones around the world, and they cost millions of dollars, and they're being funded illegally since 1990 in the U.S. And I have faith that they wouldn't be using this millions and millions of dollars of funding and not coming up with some really good bioweapons that they can ship overseas, and that's where the current one is supposed to have come from, and I think it's accurate because it was funded by the U.S. in the overseas lab, too. But so, you know, so if it doesn't exist, that would be hard to mesh those two pieces of information. But of course, I could be wrong. Maybe it doesn't exist. Maybe it's a complete hoax. I think it's probably real, but not dangerous and easily healed and taken care of by protocols that are all secret now. And they're banned and they're taken off uh, television and everything so that we'll think that the vaccine is needed to save the world, which you you're supposed to know that it will save the world because, let's see why. Well, because Dustin Hoffman already saved the world once in Outbreak, and there have been several other great movies like that that prove that that's the way to, to save the world. Um, and I've seen the same thing, the same problem in the fact that, you know, it doesn't really do that. All the way back to 1796, when... Um, Jenner was first using these ideas of injecting things into people to prevent disease. And that was uh, diseased tissue. From, In his case, it was from uh, cows that had 
cowpox, but all kinds of different versions of that have been done. And as far as I can see, and I've really looked for evidence for the last 200 years that it's prevented disease, I can't find it yet. Still open to that if anybody else has it. But it goes really further than that because all the numbers of the cases and everything for the current uh, emergency pandemic are being generated by PCR procedure. And John John in particular is writing a lot about that um, in the last two or three weeks, I think. Posted again on lostartsradio.com and it explains exactly what the PCR procedure is. It's not a test. It's kind of like a high-tech magnifying glass that the inventor of it, Kerry Mullis, who amazingly and conveniently died right before the pandemic started, said, you can you can use it to find anything in anybody. You just adjust the cycles. And it, it goes beyond finding anything in anybody. Um, there was a really observant, brilliant minister. I don't know if he was a health minister or just a biologist or what he was exactly. I think it was in Tanzania. And he said, wait a minute, this looks really fishy. Um, suspicious with this test that's not a test and it's being used to lock down the whole world and destroy world economies and destroy sovereign countries and destroy millions of people's lives and do all these terrible things to people and obstruct their breathing. What if this test isn't real? And he, he so he got some samples from a papaya and a goat, a healthy goat, by the way, and a handful of soil. Later on, some Coca-Cola was added and sent those all to a lab, and they all came back positive. I don't think that was on the nightly news on the major media, of course. But um, you can imagine, if people were allowed to hear about that, what it would do. I'm sorry I have such a hard time being non-controversial and you know, I've tried from the beginning of uh, Lost Arts Radio Live to just talk about like celebrity wardrobes and, you know, who's cheating on their wife in Hollywood and things that would probably get us millions of views on the major platforms. And I, I guess I just don't have the talent to do that. I keep falling back into these things that you're not allowed to say. So remember, lostartsradio.com, Brighty on Bitchute. Places like that. So not only does PCR, in the words of the inventor, find any anything in anyone, you just set it to do that, or set it to show that they're cured, you just turn down the cycles and they're cured. Um, what They don't even have a sample of the actual virus to check it against. Just a computer model that's basically made up, and I've confirmed that with numerous health, real health experts and doctors. Um, so we got an interesting situation going on now, and that's why they need to keep us mentally and physically sick, because we're, it's harder to really do the work to become conscious when you're sick all the time and you don't feel good and your brain's not working right. That's why they want us hating and fearing each other and fighting about the color of our costumes which is really, really dumb, you guys. I mean, anybody that's out there for any kind of show that their so-called race is the best race and the other race is bad, it's just—it's not a sign of intelligence. I'm just putting that nicely. And it's its just programming. You can drop that any kind, anytime you want. Um, 
Same thing with the testing. You know, the the testing is highly questionable because if the disease is so terrible and it's coming out of your mouth, that's why you have to cover the, your mouth with a breathing obstruction device, as Peggy calls it, uh, thehealthyamerican.org. It's a good website to look at, especially if you're struggling to keep a business open or something like that. Um, a two-inch swab on the edge of your mouth would pick up all the disease you need, and you could test that right away if there was a real test. So what is really being done with these swabs that go all the way inside your nasal cavities and are almost up to your brain? What are they actually doing? That would be worth wondering, you know. Stop being mad about the people that are questioning things and relax and be scientific and start questioning everything because that's real science. Um, And if people start getting conscious, they wouldn't fall for not only that, but they'd realize a bunch of other things that we've fallen for for decades and been told that they're fine, like spraying any kind of poison into the environment, especially on your food. The idea that modern scientific farming is spraying poison on your food and toxic chemicals into the ground and then eating the food, that's not brilliant. It doesn't matter whether you think that you're left or right or conservative or liberal because you know conservative people have been mad at me for an realistic environmental observations because they think they're all nonsense. They're not all nonsense. Eating food with poison on it is not brilliant, okay? And if the food without poison on it and without coming out of chemicalized soil costs a little more, in times when I haven't had any money, I just use common sense and say, I'd rather eat less and not eat the poison. I mean, it's not really... As they say, it's not rocket science. And people wouldn't believe that printing vast amounts of money and raising minimum wages as high as possible and giving people the money or giving them massive amounts of even gold or anything like some of the people behind certain uh, stories have said before. It doesn't make anybody rich. It just devalues the money. Um, Eating toxic chemicals to get healthy because you call a medicine, that's not brilliant either. You know, and just because the whole system says that's cutting edge standard of care medicine, it's still as stupid as if you recognize that it was stupid and uh, really murderous on the part of the people that know that and are pushing it in, by mouth and by injection, uh, injecting ca- things into your body like formaldehyde and aluminum and polyethylene glycol and aborted baby tissues and jellyfish DNA and MSG and all kinds of other stuff. Thinking that that prevents disease, I don't think the mental hospital would even take you in a normal time. You'd be too far gone. So people waking up would make it impossible to continue the hoax. That's the reason for the censorship, because there's a danger that you might do some of your own investigation don't eat or inject things into your body without checking what it is, okay? That would be like basic common sense, and even doctors, most doctors aren't even doing that because they're so hypnotized. Um, nobody who's conscious would believe that GMOs aren't a crime against humanity. They wouldn't believe that wireless radiation is safe. They wouldn't believe that 5G is good. That's one of the things that Trump really fell for, and of course Biden is doesn't know what he falls for but he's being told to keep promoting the same thing um 
giving toxic chemicals to kids and surgical mutilation to change their gender is another sign of not incredible intelligence um, on our part to even believe that that could be reasonable at all. We're doing it to the adults who believe it with the same promise, outlawing weapons to make everything safe. Again, the people who just follow the so-called liberal party line believe, yes, outlaw weapons, everybody, crime will stop, everybody will be safe. It's really dumb, you guys. This is what's wrong with being partisan on either side, left or right. It's better to say, look, I just want to know whatever is true, and if it contradicts what I think now, um, then thank you. You know, correcting our mistakes is like a constant honest process and this is not supposed to have any ego into it to show who's right or wrong or anything it's just what's right and you find that out by doing your own investigation so in a conscious population none of this stuff would keep going none of the hoaxes would work and you can't most of us who have gotten in touch with that have tried to tell other people how to become conscious of things and you can't force anybody to become aware it doesn't work. You just get yourself into fights and people don't want to talk to you anymore. And If you're receptive to it, work on yourself. And the reason of that is not just that you won't bother anybody else. It's that on a quantum physics level, which gets really interesting, what we do to ourselves affects everybody else. And you don't see it like you could see it. Because what people are believing on the gut level, not what they memorize that they tell you, yeah, my religion says these 50 principles or something, they can say that and memorize it. But if they believe the opposite in the gut, it's the gut one that's more powerful. And everybody from their gut belief is influencing everybody else, even if they don't say anything. It's very powerful. And I know it sounds impossible, but it's been proven to actually be true. And I've talked to some of the people that have proven it. Uh, it's fascinating and interesting stuff. And it would show much more in your ability to change the outside world this way if you get in touch with what you believe at a gut level and start to focus that in the positive direction that you want to be the impact on, on the rest of the world. You can do it. Um, so like in in the Michael Jackson song, Really good advice, man in the mirror. Start with the the man or the woman or the child in the mirror when you're looking at it. That's the person to focus on to not only convince of what to do, but to do the internal change. Find out the belief that you're walking around on the gut level, not what you tell everybody else. The fear that you're carrying around, the hypnosis that you're subject to, there are ways to get rid of that and change it that actually work. And so like Steve Winwood is saying in the song, um, Can't Find My Way Home, says somebody holds the key. And I'm just giving you a spoiler hint alert. It's actually you. Meaning me and each one of us. There's nobody who doesn't hold the potential key to turning this all around. And I'm, I feel like I'm speaking to you I don't know how long before it's too late in this chapter, and we'll have other chapters that we will have chances of in other environments. 
But in this environment, we don't have an unlimited amount of time. The, the rulers know that too, and they're moving fast to try to shut down all communication. Might be the last time I get to talk to you directly on this platform, I don't know. But they're going for total extermination. And if you don't believe me, just start checking it out. See what other explanation makes total sense for what they're doing. I haven't found one. Let me know what you think. There's communication um, you know, forms on lostartsradio.com and lostartsresearchinstitute.org. And I don't think we have unlimited time, but I think it's not too late now. So while we're not totally censored at the moment of this broadcast, um, I'm just inviting you, if this is important to you, to think about it and realize the incredible power that's in you that you don't need help with, maybe from God, but not from other people, that even one awake person can do just unimaginable stuff that will affect everyone else without even them hearing you say anything. It's that strong. So the suggestion is don't put it off. You know, we don't know how long it is before we're in some other time and we didn't do it and we're looking back at now as the good old days and we'd rather not go there. And it's, it really is in our hands the ruler's plan of extermination does not have to succeed. A lot, you're a key player. You're like the star of the movie of your own life. And you have massive power for good. And it's not from your ego. It's from the power that flows through you from where you came from, from God. So, um, don't put it off. Choose how you use your time. Choose it wisely. And uh, regardless of whether other people do or not, don't worry about that. The central element of, of the cure is not making other people change. It's you changing. You know, are you brave enough to do that? To relax and turn and look in the mirror and say, what's going on in there? Let's change it. It's powerful. Um, anyway, lostartsradio.com and stay in touch with the other platforms we're on. If you have the ability, consider supporting us. On We're not doing commercials. We're using every minute to just do the show. So if you want to support us financially, that would really be appreciated. We have projects on hold because we don't have the money yet to do them. And if you have those resources, we'd, uh, we could make use of them for that purpose. And there are donate buttons at lostartsresearchinstitute.org, lostartsradio.com. And also another option is at um, um, the the platform that we have set up, and I I just it just totally slipped out of my mind. And you can use the two buttons if you want to, and I'll, the other one will come back to me. Um, anyway, if you if you don't have the money to have discretionary capital and you're struggling for survival, then um, and, and what I was thinking of, uh, another similar word was in my mind, subscribestar.com. Uh, Doug set that up for us. And if you go to subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio, then that's another way to support us if you feel like it. Um, we're also working on the consciousness work in uh, what is so far a private group meeting that 
is for membership, and that's on planetaryhealingclub.com, uh, planetaryhealingclub.com. It's actually a page of the lostartsradio.com website, but it takes you right to a portal to that meeting, and it's always half an hour after this show ends. So normally at uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, except we're about five minutes over time, so we'll be starting a little bit late this time. And remember, we have a Sunday show on uh, every week that's educational and inspiring people and organizations that we think would uh, you would like to know about. Tomorrow is one related to exactly what I've been trying to talk about tonight, um, the effect of what you internally believe and especially feel and that being projected invisibly out to the rest of the world, having an effect as is described in some of the quantum physics principles. And this guy, uh, Dr. Bengston, B-E-N-G-S-T-O-N, is one of the uh, people that I think has proven that, well, it's not just that I think it, he proved it on uh, mice experimentally. He healed them of cancer without touching them. You might want to take a look at that. I mean, if, if we had honest major media, it would have been headlines all over the world. And it's almost still almost unknown, other than the people that specifically found out about him and are working with these principles. It's related to what we're doing in Planetary Healing Club, but a little bit different. Really worth uh, looking at, Dr. William Bankston, and he'll be on tomorrow. So, Planetary Healing Club in 25 minutes. I hope you got something out of the show, and remember that you you have great potential positive power, and you're an incredibly key, important person, in spite of the fact that you're being told the opposite every day. It's not true. The numbers don't matter, that you're one out of eight billion. It's not really relevant, and um, any single person that decides to become self-aware and actually does what's required to have that happen which again has nothing to do with belief. It has to do with an internal change. And that's what we're working on in planetaryhealingclub.com. But you can do it on your own. You don't absolutely need us. You can do it with a friend. Do it with, with yourself. Just make use of the time because it's going by right now. And we're the hope for the world, especially you. So thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, please take care of yourself. It's the best way to be capable of being of use to other people is to be uh, watching your own physical, mental, and emotional and spiritual condition and stay in good shape. So have a great week, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you back here again, same time, next Saturday. So take care. See you soon. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program, offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. 
Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the banned ones are on our YouTube channel at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.